All right, hello and welcome everybody and back to another episode of the Unsung Art Podcast. We're doing an art blast today, so we're going to be chatting to an artist about the specific work that we have, some brand new work that's just dropped and we are super excited about it. So let's kick in, like let's get straight into it. I have with me over here on my right hand side as always. Hi, I'm Inga as always and today we are chatting to Fatima Luke. Fatima, how are you? Hi, hi, hi guys. Thank Hello. you for having me. I'm well, thank you. Awesome, thanks, so thanks, thanks for, for joining, joining us. us. No, thank you for having me. It's so nice to speak to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting someone the, who's not my family. We're getting that a lot these days, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so Fatima, just to start us off, do you mind just sort of introducing yourself um, briefly and how you got into to art very quickly? Um, so my name is Fatima Mohamed Luke. I am a full-time visual artist and designer. Um, I started my creative career in fashion and it's evolved into other branches of design and art. Um, I like to kind of mix things up so that every day will kind of be different. Um, yes. I think it's just a, a way for me to keep things interesting yes. and fresh. Yes. Very important, um, very important to I'm, do that. I'm from Cape Town, I'm born and bred here, and I enjoy traveling, but I think this will always be home. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. We just had this argument in the office today. Someone was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to Joburg. I'm like, no, no, definitely no, not. No. <laughs> Cape Town, Cape Town it I is. love Joburg, <laughs> but I'd like to get to that point in my life where um, we are living here for six months of the year and living there for six months of the year. Oh, yeah. The vibes are so different, but yeah. I, mm. I do, I do miss the ocean and family and you know that connection that will always just be from here. Yeah, true, true. And Fatima, how did you how did you find out about unsung art and become part of our artist family? It was actually my husband. He's been on unsung mm. art for years. And um, he just always loved the, the platform and being able to test out things and actually like really go wild with his experimentation yeah. awesome. and then have an outlet to sell it. And that became an interesting option for me as well because my art can, because of its medium, my art can become pretty expensive. Yeah. And I, I never wanted to be in that kind of world of exclusivity. I always wanted yeah. to make my art accessible to everyone yeah, yeah so so this definitely allowed me that kind of freedom awesome. fantastic yeah so i just a quick question to jump back you said that you started in the world of fashion what what yes. jumped what jumped you over to art um so i started a fashion brand with three of my closest friends oh, cool. it did amazingly well we we did fashion weeks um nice. in south africa and overseas awesome. and it I think it lasted for about a decade. So as the company became more um, well-known and more established, the creative part of designing became very little. Okay. It became a lot of admin, a lot of production, managing right. people, and the creative aspect was getting less and less, mm -hmm. and I needed that. So mm -hmm. I started to do art as like a fun project at home, just okay. for me and my family. And it ended up like really taking off and for maybe two or three months, I was able to do fashion and art simultaneously. Oh. But eventually it got to the point where I had to actually just decide because there are only 24 hours in the day and, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> and some of them I needed to sleep. <laughs> so I, I had to decide which, which one 
and at that point it was which one did I enjoy more and mm. yeah. um, the art was fun and it was happy and it was playful and it didn't involve lots of people it's just me in my space so yeah. it was a little selfish moment yeah. but I am grateful that I, I had that yeah, excellent. To actually just sit down and decide, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, that's that's great that you had like a sort of a career in the fashion and then changed it over. But the, but I've heard it's that many similar. Yeah, it's the creativity similar. I think is the is yeah. the thread there, the common thread between everything. I think it's basically just your media is different. Exactly. <laughs> With fashion, my media Fair was enough. cloth. Fair and enough. now my media is building blocks. So nice. the the aesthetics are exactly the same. It's just the the evolution it felt very natural yeah amazing and speaking of your medium because you use quite an unusual medium (laughs) for art which i absolutely love because it really breaks that boundary of like what is art Mm. so exactly how, how did you start using the building blocks for your artworks how did that come about so that was also pretty pretty organic um i have a daughter and she is super creative and super specific so when we were little we would be playing with her lego and she'd be like please can we build a farm and you had to make sure that the zebras look like zebras the giraffes look like giraffes (laughs) you know she would she would she would call you out on it like you know this this is the pattern is incorrect and Mm. eventually her the things that we were building in her room became really intricate and i started making little pots for my pot plants um, out of the blocks for at home and I started making little miniature artworks from the blocks because they just became really hyper patterned super colorful things that I liked that I'd never seen anywhere else Mm. and you know your home is filled with things that that you love so I started making things for my home and it was one of those things where someone saw something on Instagram and went, oh, please, can't you make one of those for me? Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm, I made something for someone else and I made something for someone else. And a gallery had an open call and I sent them pictures of them. Like, we love this, but you need to make it really, really big. And I was wow. like, oh, okay. Like, what, what is, what <laughs> is big? Immediately you know? nervous. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. <laughs> and I was like, what is big? And they were like, can you do... Um, maybe one and a half meters by one and a half meters, and this, this is going to take me forever. But you know what? I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it because why not? Yeah, of course. And yeah, and I created the work. It ended up being 1.8 meters by 1.4 because I wanted it to be in that classic rectangular hanging in a gallery spaceship. Yeah, that and is big. That's quite. That's quite it's big. Huge. It took me. It took me two months to build it. Wow. Um, but it was like like you say, it was a labor of love and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And it went to the gallery space and it sold in the first week. And I was just like, okay, this is <laughs> this is something I can That's do. Amazing. That is so <laughs> yeah. amazing. Incredible. And the the series that you've now um, given to us at the moment is called Ain't No Rothko. So I'm assuming yes, this is a little yes. um, little shout out to artist Mark yes. Rothko. Yes, I mean, he has worked with giant blocks of color, mm. and I work with giant blocks of color, so it seems, <laughs> it seems like <laughs> it, it makes sense. sense. Didn't it? Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I've always loved his 
work and I, I wanted to give it a kind of contemporary context with mm -hmm. the fact that we are in lockdown, with the fact that we're feeling really uncertain and we, we don't really know when things are going to end and we have, we've had lots of the rules yeah, um, wow, it's just, put upon us. And But I feel like while there is that sense of isolation, there's also that we are in it together, mm. you know, yeah. um, because even though we might not be seeing our friends and our family, we're all experiencing exactly the same things at exactly the same time. Yeah, true. So I wanted to use his fields of color, but create that depth and that structure within the artwork so that you get that, that authentic feeling of how we are all dealing with things right now. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, you touched on the, the color now, and I, I think I, I really like the way that you've played off sort of almost like a, a plainish background in a lot of A lot of them have sort yeah. of a gray background, and then you pop out these blocks of, of crazy yeah. cool colors. Like, yeah. is, is, are you just using the standard colors, or do you think of painting them at some point? Is that going to be something that you're going to play with or look at, or just going to stick to what you're doing with these now? So I have this amazing supplier who mm. um, he is able to source colors for me. Ah. So at the moment, I'm working mostly with um, your normal primary colors. And then I've also asked for pastels. Yeah, because um, I see that the pastels. Absolutely, yeah. Because exactly. I was wondering, because I usually just, I remember from my days of having Legos, you had like the blue ones, the red ones, the green ones, yeah. and the white ones, basically. <laughs> exactly. And I, there was a yellow one here and there sprinkled in, but that was yeah. about it. Yes, yes. And now you get like various shades of grey, various reds, pinks, purples. And I like to use um, the standard kind of expected colors mm -hmm. along with the pastels that people don't expect. Yeah. Um, I think it makes it very interesting and I also like the fields of color that have the different depths because to me that speaks to the very extreme emotions that we feel like yeah. a lot of the time we feel during during this period we feel like super super grateful and then we feel super super stressed and yeah. then really Usually worried. within the same minute. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I feel like those fields of color are just really um, explaining and just delving deeper into how we are feeling in this moment. And it's, you know, it's a raw and it's, it's not something that we can control, but at the end of the day, like we are all experiencing it together. Yeah. So I think that when you look at the work at the end, it does look like it's all in a neat little box. Yeah, definitely. You know? No, it's very cool. And and what I like about these new ones is that it looks like there's blocks actually coming out at you where with the previous work, yeah. it was all flat quite, sort of yeah, colors. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. is it just you exploring with textures in this one now? Yes, I love the the because I think that within this medium there is a lot of lim limitations, mm -hmm. and I've had to figure out what those limitations are, what the mm -hmm. solutions are to those limitations. But there's also room for play, mm -hmm. and I think that is really where I. I, I really find my my energy and my soul in a way. And with these, like the relief of the blocks that are coming out at yes. you, they also come out at you at different kind of levels. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and they are just to add that depth, you know, yeah. the depth to our emotions, the depth to the artwork. And also because it is a block and people are used to touching them and playing with them, yeah. there is that feeling yeah. when you see it when it's jutting out at you you want to touch it exactly yeah because it's <laughs> that, that it's almost like that childlike instinct of oh i remember exactly, these and you just you want to want touch to. them like, oh, Lego, exactly yeah. your, your hands remember <laughs> it's like no but they're lego you have to touch them yeah. and i think with art most of the time people 
step back, you know, they have yeah. that moment of it's art, it has value and you can't touch it. But with mine, you can. Yeah, <laughs> so awesome. I always, I'm always standing behind people in gallery spaces and you can see that moment that they realize, yeah, oh, that no, little, I can't. That little can't argument with themselves. Exactly. <laughs> and I stand behind them and I go, touch it. Touch it. And they're like, I can't. I can't. I can't touch it. And I'm like, I'm the artist. It's mine. You can yeah, you can touch it. Brilliant. So I like I like that playfulness and that tactileness that you get from this medium. Mm. Mm. That's awesome. I was going to say your hands remember, but your feet also remember standing on. Oh, the oh God, geez. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm really now now that we all are working at home all the time. I'm really good about tidying. Oh, good. Yeah. So that my family members don't dislike me. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> stepping on them. Jeez. I love that because your husband can't blame your daughter anymore for, yeah, for exactly the block for, for most of them they are mine and she has her own set and she'll always say but oh, mama please you have this color that i don't have and i'm like nope uh, no, these no. are these this are is mine. mommy's work you, tools now oh, exactly <laughs> i will buy you a lovely set but these are mine <laughs> Um, so also just coming back to the to the works that we have, the original ones from you, they're all titled Little Originals. So was yes. that like some of your first small ones that you made or what's behind the name yes. there? So those were the first really little ones that I made. Um, I, it, it was about accessibility. The mm. bigger, because of the media, it becomes expensive and because yeah, of how long imagine. it takes, it's time consuming. So that also makes it expensive. Yeah. And my smallest pieces before those were... Um, 40 by 40 centimeters mm. and even then they ran in the thousands and Ouch, I no, wanted no. to create a collection that was accessible to everybody I don't yeah. want anybody to not be able to have any of my pieces yeah, of or course. any of my design work and so I've, I was looking for a method to make smaller pieces where each of them were unique each of them were original but they were affordable and that's what came out of them and I made a hundred Oh, like wow. I just sat for months and I made a hundred of them and some of them went to the US and some of them were in Cape Town and some of them went to Europe. And like, I love that there are these little originals all around the world in people's homes. Amazing. Yeah, that's cool. You go, you've got a, a set of the ones that's been ordered from us on the way to La Reunion. So nice. it's, heading, <laughs> it's heading that way too. I love it. Exactly. And every now and then someone will tag me in their Instagram pictures when once, once they're hanging and it just oh, makes my heart so that's happy. Awesome. That's, no, the that's, that's the best. I love seeing how people it hang is. things. Yeah. Exactly. Really... And who they've paid them with and what the artworks look like together it's amazing that's awesome because i mean i always say packing the works um that get purchased on on our side i always wonder to myself with selections that people make how did how how do they put these together how are they hanging them together so it's always great for people to send us photos so that we can send it to our artists and go look where this is look how it's uh, how it looks framed and it's it's really humbling like sometimes um um, my work will be next to works of artists who i really love and admire and it's amazing to see your work next to them. And yeah, and yeah. you suddenly realize like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, this is this is cool. It's worth my time, as we said earlier. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Yeah. I've got one more question maybe before we let you go, just uh, about okay. the older works again. Um, with the patterns yes. and stuff that you've got there, I, I really enjoyed what you've done and how it looks because for me, in, in my mind, I can immediately almost feel like it has like a game sort of character, a game feeling to it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm calling back old school games, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, like old school arcade <laughs> type stuff. 
Like yeah. yeah, like I get that kind of feeling. And then, exactly. in, and then even in some of the other ones, I almost had like a, uh, I want to say like almost African type pattern or like a, like a, yeah. a pattern in it as well. Yeah, which is really, really awesome. And yeah. I imagine in, in my mind, again, I think making these kind of patterns work at this small scale was probably just as hard as making it work on the really big scale. Because you can make it's it look really over, harder. Yeah, you can make it look really overcrowded very quickly, I imagine. Exactly. And besides like looking for solutions with working with the medium, the block sizes are very limited. Oh, so yes. for the miniatures, you'll see that I've used the littlest blocks, the oh, ones yeah. that have the one little dot on them. Yes. And to try and create a pattern using that little block and to make it interesting and to make it nostalgic and reminiscent of something for someone yeah. is really hard. But I, 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 I really do enjoy a challenge. <laughs> so I give myself these ridiculous challenges. And yeah. I don't know, at the end of it, it just seems to work out. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm assuming you do yeah. quite a lot of planning before you actually start building. I have to, yeah. yes, because um, I build them row by row and every has adhesive between them oh, so that right. they will last a lifetime and then also they have the plexiglass backing at the yes. back mm. so I need to be really really specific about where everything's going to go before I start building oh, yeah. and sometimes it'll take it two or three days exactly sometimes it'll take me two or three days just to decide on color palettes of this one piece because once I start building, I can't go, oh, I shouldn't have gone with yeah, <laughs> So, So it's very technical and very detailed. And my husband always says he would lose his mind if that is what he did for a living. <laughs> but I really enjoy it, you know, like just the detail of it and how intense it is and trying to get a circle to look like a circle when you're using squares. Yeah, is, that's... It's a thing of beauty. It's like, it's like making those um, emojis and things back on the old school phones when you've just got pixels like yes. <laughs> exactly but i like that people get that feeling from it because i always want my work to be nostalgic and mm. joyful and for people to have those beautiful memories of when they were kids and when they were playing yeah you know fantastic. i think we deal with a lot of hardcore stuff in life yeah and i feel like art sometimes just needs to be happy and uplifting you know absolutely yeah it's got to be a little bit of an escape when you come home exactly yeah but this is where sure. your work is quite interesting also with it being a hark to rothko's work because his work was so based in color and the and and the the emotion that color evokes you've not only got yes. the color evoking specific feelings or emotions with this but you've also got yeah the actual medium the actual medium yeah. creating a nostalgia mm. a memory a, a, a connect like everyone can remember sitting on the floor of their of their lounge yes playing with blocks and whatever they were building it just it, it has that yeah. great feeling but mm. with the colors that you're using i really think it, it does still bring in such a nice sort of feeling and and, and emotion and, and calmness and and um it does yeah, yeah. i really do feel that way and like it's it's amazing because for some of them when i was making them i looked at them and i was just like this this looks yummy, you know? This looks like ice cream. <laughs> and what is, what is not going to bring someone joy when they look at this and go, well, that actually is pistachio and that over there is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This one's bubblegum, nice. you know? So I, I like those really strange but joyful references. And sometimes mm. people don't get it immediately. Mm. They'll look at the work and they'll resonate with the work and they'll buy it. And maybe like a few months down the line, they'll be like, this is what it is. They'll like. realize it's <laughs> yeah. actually the Which Neapolitan. I, <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> I need to get some brown blocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, well, no, Kim. <laughs> Amazing. Fatima, thank you so yeah, much for, for chatting awesome. to us today and just giving us a lovely little art blast about the new work that you've got going thank up on the site. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. I really, I love your site so much. Like, oh, I always so cool. go to it to see new artists and what people are creating. And it's beautiful because, like, for most artists, you're doing it for you. You yeah. know, so it's nice to see what is what is going on in the psyche of other people who are creating right now. Yeah. And for the most part, it's gratitude and joy. And, yeah. I mean, it's really amazing. Awesome. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, well, um, all the new works that we have from Fatima will be going live. Well, as as of this podcast, within a day, a couple of days, yeah. um, it'll be up on the site. You can check out. It'll be on the homepage under the new stuff, or you can go to Fatima's um, art page on the website. So that's on unsungart.co.za. It'll be all over social media, so you can follow the links from there as well. Yep. As usual, our podcasts are available on all the major streaming platforms. We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, and you can also find them on our website. Yes. No excuses. Fatima, it's been lovely to chat to you. And yes. Thank you. It's so lovely chatting to you yeah. too. We'll chat again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, bye. 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 Bye.